Welcome back to the Complete Health Rewire podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about body fat percentages, whether you should be tracking them, what it means for you and your health and well-being journey. We're joined today by head coach Stacey, transformation coaches John and Chris, and our doctor of cardiovascular medicine and transformation coach, Dr. Jyoti Patel. Here's a quick snippet of what to expect in our podcast today, and then we'll get into the main body. Getting really, really close to show date, measuring my body fat first thing in the morning before I'd done any kind of carb refeed, and it showed really low, it's like sub 10 at the time. Then I had my carb refeed, and within like, what, the next day, it was showing like 15 to 20% that my body fat had jumped up by such a, an, a crazy degree. But you can imagine in my mind going into a competition, seeing those numbers, it was really demotivating. So today we're together to talk about measuring body fat. So it's a question that I personally keep getting asked, like what's the best scales to measure body fat? And the scales that people are referring to are the ones that also measure water weight, visceral fat, bone density and some are even offering metabolic age so what i wanted to do today was actually think about is this a useful bit of equipment that we should be investing in or are there other methodologies that may actually be more accurate for us and i guess a bit more relevant to us at this present point within our journeys so i think i just want to open this up i mean chris you made a really good point when we were talking about this earlier the big thing for a lot of people is why do you want to know your body fat percentage and what does that data actually mean to you? Do you understand, you know, what that number represents, where you should sit on that scale? You know, there's a lot of individual difference between people. Some people are going to sit, you know, at a healthy weight and feel comfortable day to day at slightly higher level. Some people sit more comfortable at slightly lower level. Um, and it's going to fluctuate over time, you know, especially on these machines, the readings you're going to get is going to be up and down a lot. So it's almost giving you data that you can't really use for anything meaningful um, a lot of the time. You know, unless you've got specific interests in certain things, it's largely a relevant data set and something that worrying about is probably going to cause more problems than it would solve. Yeah. I, I agree with this and just personal experience with these types of machines. I remember going through competition at one point, getting really, really close to show date, measuring my body fat first thing in the morning before I'd done any kind of carb refeed. And it showed really low, it was like sub 10 at the time. Then I had my carb refeed and within like, what, the next day, it was showing like 15 to 20% that my body fat had jumped up by such a, an, a crazy degree. But you can imagine in my mind going into a competition, seeing those numbers, it was really demotivating. But obviously physically you couldn't see that. So it's just interesting how these data points should shift so quickly. I mean, Stacey, yourself, have you ever used any other forms of tracking body fat do you think there's any other more accurate ways that we could do, do this yeah I mean, more accurate ways definitely there are but most of them aren't very accessible you know things like dexa scans where you have to pay for it you have to go to an x-ray facility you have to do those sorts of things in terms of if you really want to know a rough ballpark body fat percentage like for whatever reason it is you just have a hankering for that number i tend to just use navy body fat percentage so it's a calculation you can look it up online just google navy body fat and it'll bring up the calculator for you all you need is neck circumference waist circumference and if you're female you also need your hip circumference so you enter those you enter your weight and your height i believe and it will um, give you a, a rough estimate of your body fat percentage same as all of the methods we're going to talk about it's probably not a hundred percent correct but reasonably accurate compared to other methods and it's a good way for you to monitor progress against you know, your own previous recordings 
Yeah, 100%. And I think that also ties into what Chris said, like, why do you want to know that information? I mean, if you're feeling better, if you've got more energy, you can see it in the mirror. You can see potentially your body weight coming down. You're fitting into clothes that you've not worn for a long, long time. That might be a better way to actually view these numbers. And I'm just thinking as well, just on on the spot here, the measurements that we're taking, how how can we create some form of accuracy? I think, Jota, you mentioned a couple of measurements that you could probably be quite accurate with, but then other areas of the body will tend to fluctuate. Um, yeah, so I mean, we always get clients to measure their waist and hip measurements, circumference measurements. And in those areas, there isn't going to be a lot of muscle there. So what you are measuring is going to be, if you see the changes, it might be body fat. Um, but compared to other places like the arms, uh, the chest or your size, um, there might be changes in like you might put on muscle. So it's more difficult to measure in those areas, but also the waist and the hips are two good points to sort of good landmarks. So you've got your belly button and then you've got the top of your sort of pelvis to measure. Um, so you know that week to week, it's going to be roughly in the same area. Mm. I, I think that's it, trying to get some form of, I guess, accuracy with these measurements. And I, I think, Stacey, you talked about caliper readings. And I know a lot of people actually offer this as a service to actually do a caliper reading for you. Some of you guys listening to this might not know what that is. So Stacey, what is a caliper reading and what are the red flags that we ought to, to look out for there? Yeah, so calipers are yay big little pinchy things that pinchy. will use. Yeah, that's the technical term for it, but um, we'll use to sort of take your skin folds or, or you know, pinch the, the fat on your body and the skin on your body to see how much fat is there. It can be very accurate done well, but to be done well, you need very, very expensive calibrated calipers. You need to know exactly what you're doing. Like there are courses that you take to learn how to take measurements consistently across, you know, person to person and day to day. I think a lot of people will just sort of buy a $20 plastic pair of calipers and, you know, off they go. It's a wild, wild west of pinch taking. But like, the accuracy reading to reading and person to person there is probably not high. So it's coming back to, hey, like, do you really need that number? Or are you probably better off just doing something that's straightforward, like Jody was saying, like taking discomfort measurements, you know, looking at how you look in the mirror, looking at how you pose it. And look, I've done that before. So I've, I've actually used these at university when we were studying how to actually measure people's body fat accurately. And unless you're doing it constantly, unless you're doing it every day or every week, it's a, it's a really easy skill to forget. Um, and it's really difficult actually to be accurate with it. I, I think another way that we could potentially just get a ballpark, I think John, you, you mentioned it, an interesting way that we could actually get a ballpark measurement of where we might be sitting with our body fat right now. Um, this is more of, uh, if you look at a continuum of, of accuracy, uh, this is less less accurate, but if you want a ballpark, then then it might be a good idea to do it. If you jump on Google, type in body fat percentage, go on the images, you'll find an image that has you know um, a, a bunch of different topless uh, uh, people <laughs> um, with with a percentage of their body fat. As long as you're honest and you look in the mirror, um, you can get an idea of where your body fat is. It might be better finding someone who you know is very honest and asking them, which one am I, um, rather than you doing it. Um, but yeah, you can just get a ballpark uh, idea with kind of that that way of doing things. I think that's probably, for a lot of people, it's the easiest way to go because, I mean, why do we even need to know that information in the first place, which is what Chris said right at the very start. But if you really want to know where you're kind of sitting right now, 
the pitches are probably going to be the easiest method to actually track that. Um, and you will notice on there that women's body fat percentages tend to be a lot higher than men's, even though they would look quite similar. So again, I've had women come to me and say that they're like 10% body fat and 15% body fat, which is pretty dangerous for a lot of a lot of females. So obviously there's a bit of distortion there between what they think and what is accurate and what is real. So it's really good to just have these kind of little, I guess, different ways to measure this or give yourself an awareness of where you sit right now. But I do believe that there's a lot of subjective ways that we could look at progress. Stacey's mentioned some really easy ways that we could track body fat if we really want to. Jyoti mentioned that most of us here are here to actually improve our health, our well-being, our body composition. So we don't need to be so anal with some of these numbers and these percentages. So a good measurement around the hip and the waist would probably be more accurate. Guys, if you're listening to this today and you've gone out and you spent 200 pounds on brand new scales, look, don't be offended. It's cool, you can still use that, but just try and keep the conditions very fairly similar for when you do that. If you've got any questions, you want to ask us anything, you want to reach out, feel free to do so. But thanks for listening and we'll catch up soon. If you enjoy our podcast and you're learning a lot from them, come and join us on Instagram at The Indian Body Coach. If you're looking for more support right now for yourself, click on the link in my bio and come and join me for a quick call so I can see how we can support you in achieving success. I'm incredibly grateful that you tuned in and until next time, have a powerful week.